What's up guys? Welcome to the But First Coffee Wake Up Call. We are entering into another season. Fresh thoughts, fresh ideas, fresh content. I hope you enjoy it. When you get far enough into the coaching world, personal development world, spiritual coaching, alignment type of space... There's a phrase that gets thrown around when people are talking about manifesting your goals and how they say there's nothing you have to do. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. And I've really been contemplating this, especially as a projector. My human design is a projector, a 2-4 projector, an emotional authority, 2-4 projector, I have a whole lot in my design that is, you know, quote unquote proof that says you wait, everything comes to you, it comes to you, it, you're magnetic, it gets pulled to you, you are constantly absorbing things. Um, there's a lot in my design that is telling me don't do things. So I've been really contemplating this and some of the things that came through this morning were kind of interesting that I wanted to just put out, just externalize. So this concept of you don't have to do anything. It's kind of like these phrases that we only know half of them, these common cliche metaphor type phrases that people say that we only know half the story. We don't know where it comes from. We don't know the other half of it. It gets cut off because people are lazy or the game of telephone cuts things off. So I was thinking this morning and You don't have to do anything, but there are things that you do. It's kind of like more of the phrase. I don't want to say it's complete, but it's kind of more of it. Like there's nothing I have to do, but I am doing things. And I think our definition of the words, and I've said this before, that our language has become so watered down and so loose and so meaningless. The languaging, the communication, it's almost pointless. It just doesn't, it's lost all of its potency. We've, be, we've gotten very, very lazy with our communication, with our, our words. They've lost their potency. They don't have much meaning anymore. And people aren't, they don't know how, they're incapable, or they just aren't. They're just lazy. So the word do and the word have as in have to, so the small phrase of have to. So you don't have to do things. Do and have to are the things that stand out in these statements to me because do has this connotation to mean physical things, taking physical action, spending energy, rushing around, forcing things. The word do, you're doing things, get things done, um, make sure you do your to-do list, There are steps you have to do to manifest things. Do has this connotation that is about this underlying current of forcing things, pushing things, making things happen. And in my body, especially as a non-sacral being, it feels shitty. That undercurrent of like, I have to 
push. I have to get up and do things that I don't want to do, right? Like that's the undercurrent of what it means to like do things. You have to do things today. I have a lot on my to-do list. You have to do things to make it happen. You have to earn it. You have to get it done. This, the words that aren't spoken and the meaning that comes with the word is very much about sacrifice and struggle and doing things you don't want to do, um, being frustrated, pushing hard, pushing against things, being challenged, but not in a good way, making things harder. And that feels really shitty. And this have to concept, have to do things, kind of has the same undertone have to do things you have to do it means I don't really want to do it but I gotta do it I have to do it means if I don't do it there's consequences that I don't want to experience I have to do it means I need to get up off my ass and do it right now and it may not feel great But this concept of like in order to create the life that you want reach the goals that you have make things happen in your life manifest what you want There's nothing I have to do, but I am doing things. There's nothing I have to do. I don't have to do anything. But I do things. I've just been sitting with what that really means. And I think the first part is that emphasis on have to do. Especially when you start to get into human design and learning about no choice. There really is nothing that you have to do. Like, the work is always going to work for itself. The the frequencies of the earth that we live on and the world that we've created, they do all of the work for everyone. They are the things that are making shit happen. If you really want to get into the quantum mechanics, the quantum sciences, the study of of what is making things happen for us and on our planet it's the frequencies the frequencies are making things happen we are constantly um enveloped by bombarded by kind of at the mercy of the frequencies the frequency of our planet the frequency of the sun and the neutrinos that are being put in our system the planetary system the study of those neutrinos those subatomic particles of information and how many are in each of us that determine our design, determine how our body processes information. It's really fascinating to kind of sit and just be in the fact that like there's really nothing we can do about that. Like you can't change the neutrinos. You can't change the frequencies that are constantly bombarding our system. You can't change the information that is there and it's impacting us every moment of every day. So in terms of like having to do things to make shit happen you really can't in a lot of ways because we can't control those things we're constantly being affected by those so this have to do things to make them happen it's just our human mind that loves to struggle our human mind loves to make things very difficult it loves to suffer And the concept of doing things, of making things happen and forcing things and the actions we need to take. It's about understanding that there's nothing that I have to do to earn it. There's nothing that I have to do to make it happen. Like life is going to happen whether I fucking want to or want. I can sit and do nothing all day and life happens. Shit happens. 
But within that, there are things that I'm going to want to do. I'm going to feel my body move towards. I'm going to feel my mind say, share it. My my perspective changes. I observe things. It all depends on your design and it comes back to strategy and authority. This is why when you're diving into human design, it's like strategy and authority. If you only learn one thing, if you only dive into one piece of human design, because it's quite the fucking rabbit hole, strategy and authority. Know your strategy, know your authority, and learn how to use them. Learn what they mean to you. Learn what they feel to you. Because we will naturally want to engage in life. That's a part of what the frequencies are here doing to us, doing for us. When we can learn to move within it and find our path, I think one of these times I was talking to my husband about it, I was saying that our magnetic monopole, the the G-center, our path, it's kind of like this monorail. (laughs) Like I kept thinking of Disney World when you ride the monorails from some of the resorts and parks to the others. Like it moves in one direction. You are flowing on this thing. And when you follow your strategy and authority, you're riding in your monorail, on your monorail, in your own personal vehicle. And your job is to just ride that and follow the pull and the path of that. It's going to twist, turn, move in its own way. I'm having total deja vu. I think I've talked about this before on a podcast. It will move you and like you get taken for a ride. The thing that happens and that we do have the capacity to determine for ourselves is our engagement. We will want to engage in things. We will feel the need to move in certain ways because we are a part of this giant fucking puzzle, this giant primordial soup of life. We are a moving, living piece. We are going to do things. We are meant to move. We are literally designed very physically the way our human body is made to move forward. If you start to study GOTA, um, G-O-A-T-A, if you start to study the body's movements and how we are physically, mechanically designed, we are designed to move all the time and not just to move, to move forward. The human body is a vehicle physically designed to move forward we are meant to move we are meant to be a part of we are meant to be that quote-unquote doing things right but it's doing things with an engagement in life with an intentionality with the ability to move from a grounded place move from an aware place is different than just being swept along for the fucking ride You can tell the people that are asleep. You can tell the people that are very unconscious, that are not self-aware and not self-responsible. They're not grounded. They're very flaily and at the complete mercy of the program and the whims of the world. And they're just like being swept away by the whitewater rapids that is our life path or their life path. The people that are taking action and engaging in life and walking their path and experiencing the things that are meant for them, which means they are creating and manifesting and engaging in the things that are theirs, are the ones that sort of put their foot down and not in a like, I'm going to resist the way this river is taking me, this whitewater rapids is moving me, but in a way of, 
I'm feeling and seeing and I'm moving intentionally. I'm feeling and seeing and I'm moving in a way that is aware of the water is moving. There are things around me moving and I do get to engage with with parts that I like and want and I do get to move through this in a way that is meant for me. I don't have to be just swept away down the rapids and beat against the rocks and drowned under the current. But a lot of people are experiencing life that way. So this whole thing of there's nothing I have to do. I said, yeah, there's nothing I have to do. Like the ride is happening. I don't have to make the ride happen. I don't have to make the current move me. I don't have to make life move me. It is moving me and it is moving and it is throwing things at me and happening. It is always happening. That's the point of being alive and in this human experience. And doing things doesn't have to be this forcing, pushing, going against, digging my heels and fighting the currents, intentionally being challenged and pushing against things. It's just moving intentionally in a way that is aware. It's moving in a way that says, oh, I, I do get to engage in this because life is really freaking cool and it's quite an experience and quite a ride meant for me. It's picking and choosing my own steps forward and where I'm going to engage. It's picking and choosing my perception, my perspective, where I'm looking, what I'm observing and watching, and what I'm going to engage with. And my strategy and authority, just like everybody has their own, helps me know where to step, helps me know what to engage with so that I'm watching the movie that I'm meant to be watching. So I'm riding the ride and riding the monorail in the direction that I'm meant to and I'm not fighting against it. It makes the ride smoother. It makes it more enjoyable in a lot of ways. So it's not about the stereotypical definitions of of a lot of our words that we have created in this life, especially the buzzwords and the trends. I think if you really want to be able to find your path and to know what you have to do, know what you need to engage with, know what path is yours, it really does come down to knowing your strategy and authority that's specifically designed for you because it's about relieving the resistance, removing the resistance from your experiences. That's ultimately what that's about. But it comes down to your ability to question a lot of the words, a lot of the words that are in your own head, the stories that are made up of those words, and the words that are spoken to you and the ones that you engage with and the one that, ones that you choose to speak. What do they really mean? What is that insinuating? I, I love this example of the meaning of the words is so powerful. Like this is why words are so wicked powerful and why we have leaders who can manipulate with words so powerfully because of the meaning of them. Like if I say the word tree, your brain automatically shows you a picture of some type of tree. You probably have colors and sounds and like the whole meaning of what that is comes up into your system just by saying the word tree. You see something, you feel th- something, you know it, it means something to you. You have experiences that are called up to you about trees and around trees. That's the power of our language and our words. It's something to be very aware of and to start to question. What do they mean to you? When somebody says the word do, go do that. You have things to do today. What does that conjure up in your head? 
What does that mean? What are the stories? What's the definition? What's the undercurrent? And when you start to question the meaning of things and the way that we use our words and our language, you start to see things differently. So when you start to see things differently and you want to start questioning things and you want to start looking deeper and finding a different path and really about like removing a lot of that resistance, I have a private coaching package that is now open. It's a program designed to be six months long. So you are making breakthroughs and really anchoring things in and creating the changes. I'm not a huge fan of short term program, like coaching opportunities anymore. It just... Teaching things is great. Learning things is great. Those can be really short term. But when it comes to really implementing and integrating the changes that we want in our life to actually create different things for us, create different results and experiences, change relationships, change ourselves, change results that we're getting that are going to last, like the sustainability of something, it really does take a little bit more time. We need to give ourselves that space to be able to question and wonder and integrate and watch things shift and change. And when we give ourselves a bigger space, we're actually able to course correct a lot more quickly and a lot more powerfully. And all that kind of seems like an oxymoron. It's like, if you have less time, you have to be quicker. But actually when we're in the long term, we can notice things more minutely. When we have only a short amount of time and we are rushed, like with that concept of doing things Uh, and how much that makes us feel like we're pushed and forced. We have to stay on a macro level because we're feeling the rush, we're feeling the stress, we're feeling the fight or flight, freeze, fawn response within our system. We're feeling the sympathetic nervous system that's active and it takes away our ability to really be deep within ourselves and notice the minutiae, notice the little things, notice the undercurrents. When you're ungrounded in that way, And in that type of responsive, reactive state, you don't have the opportunity to notice some of the bigger, broader things, as well as some of the smaller things that are actually moving and occurring. We just don't have that space um, and ability when we're rushed and in that shorter term type of situation. So a six-month bi-weekly call, a private coaching opportunity, it starts Uh, the first week in December, but it's something that I know the right people are going to know is meant for them. So I'm not hard pressed to hold that December 1st start date, but it is something that when you know it's right for you, it's something that you're just going to say yes to, whether you are a splenic authority or emotional authority or any of the others. Like it is something that you will know when something is right for you and when you're called into it. It's by application only. So if you go to my Instagram um, or my link tree, uh, there's a, a link to fill out an application to be able to apply for, I call it precision. It's a six-month coaching package, so it is a bigger space. It is a bigger price commitment because it is something that's meant to help you break through on every single call, every single conversation that we have. I do offer one-off sessions for those that have worked with me before. That's also on my website and at the links If you want to check those out, if you have had conversations with me before and you're looking for some type of solution or problem or seeing something different, 
for some of the problems that you're experiencing right now, places you feel stuck or stagnant and you just can't figure out how to move forward, whether that's relationships, business, purpose, self-worth, communication. Since we talked about that on today's web. Uh, episode. It is a very big thing about communication a lot of times. And I'm learning that there's a lot of people that don't know how to communicate or don't feel they have the capacity to. And that does exist within our design to need to learn those things uh, in a very intentional way. So whatever it may be, if you've got questions, send me an email or a message on social media. Happy to answer questions about it. If you're feeling drawn to it, I recommend you apply to it and let's have a conversation about it. Um, but that is all at the link tree uh, link on my Instagram, which is at Kelly Greeno, uh, G-R-I-G-N-O-N, by the way. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You can find me over on Instagram at Kelly Greeno. G-R-I-G-N-O-N. Looks like Grignan. Happy to see you show up there and observe you interacting with a lot of my content and things that I share. I hope it all resonates. If you have questions, comments, ideas, if you have invitations for me in true projector style, you can send them to kgrino, G-R-I-G-N-O-N, at gmail.com. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.